Do you, oh, there's a baby Yoda behind you if you want to hold him. He yeah, kind of matches your outfit. put it on my thing of advice though is that if you put it on um don't touch your hair <laughs> go hold it a little okay, way or I'm, else she'll hold it down S's, the s's will really pop okay okay i get my drinky drink all right now tell me where are you from this is a long answer i don't even know if you know this i don't okay so i'm oh god this question is really weird for me to answer it's it always has been since i was little um, I was born in the Philippines. I'm Filipino. Mm -hmm. um, when I was three, we moved, we up and moved to Nigeria. Like, Nigeria. And then it was like, wow, here we go. We're doing the whole third culture kid thing. It was Nigeria. Then it was Mumbai. Then it was New Delhi. Then it was Bangkok, Thailand. And then it was back to Nigeria for me. And then Wait. London, England. What do your parents do? My dad was an international sales director for Coca-Cola. Oh, my God. My mom was a stay-at-home mom. She was Wait. raising four kids abroad. Like, oh, my yikes. God. That's in her crazy. 20s. How do you oh my do God. that? My mom was a stay-at-home mom, but in her 40s. She, my mom had me at 41. Come on. Right? Asian don't raise No, Asian do not raise in. My Put mother still looks as good as the day she popped out. Okay. She's stunning. Smooth as a baby's bottom. Bing is an icon. Did you go back to Nigeria by yourself? Yeah, I was, like, the only kid at that point. They did not have grades above ninth grade because there was just not enough kids that attended the school because the international population was just so small. I'm oh sure that's God. changed now because um, Lagos, Nigeria is way more developed. Like when I was there, they, they just put up the, their first movie theater. Um, yeah, I remember that. Like, I remember that so vividly. And yeah, after Nigeria, um, my brother and sister that were still in high school they didn't have a grade to go to so my parents thought it would be great to ship them up north like six hours north keep them in the same time zone and put them in boarding school like a lot of the coca-cola kids a lot of the pepsi kids a lot of the shell company kids the gas kids would go there and so it was like a thing it was between acs and the school name called tassis and it was like the the boarding school to go to. Is this all in Nigeria still? No, so I'm in Nigeria. Where are they? They're in London. Oh, London's they're, only six hours away? Yeah, from Nigeria, like straight. And they're in the same time zone. So mom and dad could call us. Dinner was dinner was. Did the you same go time. to the same boarding school? Mm-hmm. So then oh once my, my other brother graduated and he went to college in Wales, my sister and I were the only two left in, in school. And so my, my dad was like, I don't think you want to go to school in Nigeria where there's like a class of 12 people like that is not a real high school experience do you want to join your sister that way you guys will have each other yeah. and I was like absolutely yes yeah. so I dipped out 
to London, England. God, did you have like the like London girl like board boarding school like was it like it a was, sexy experience? Or? It was it was a pretty cute experience, not gonna lie. <laughs> Shout out to ACS Cobham, Surrey. That's so cool. I like had my first love there, <clears throat> first kiss there, <clears throat> first prom, like all of my well not all of my first, like a, my big first large first, like as a you know, a, idle adolescent mm-hmm. young mm-hmm. lady. Um, yes. Yeah, like, oh my god, I went to school with, like, beautiful people. Like, be- beautiful people. I went to school with the owner of Harrods in London, their son. And I did more push-ups than you! So it was just, like, a bunch of rich kids living abroad? Yeah, yeah. Like, it was a five-star boarding school. Absolutely, like, state-of-the-art gym. Olympic-sized pool, indoor and outdoor. Golf course. Uh, I would like stroll every night with like my very first boyfriend around the track at night and we would just be like staring at the stars. Like very, very, like the wholesome. That's so wholesome. Yeah, like the most wholesome. Like you can write a movie on this shit. That's so um, cute. It was very cute. So my dorm room, I had a roommate and she lived upstairs. So you would go down this, ni- yeah. It was in one room, but in the room. There were stairs. Yep. That's so sick. Yeah, so you so still your own area. Yeah. yeah, we had our own areas and we just had one shared bathroom. I would love to be in the loft. That would be yeah. my dream. Yeah, I know. But it would just get really hot in the summer. That's fair. So I was like, let me let me be the downstairs baddie. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. You I'm could sneak out sure, of the window. I'm also sure, like, drunk. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, you can drink. In London. In London. That's so nice. Yeah. You had, like, the ultimate mm-hmm. high fun. school. That's so like sick. Like, 16 and drunk on yeah. a field trip. Like, literally. Don't do this at home, kid. Don't, don't try this at home. <laughs> Um, but if you want to go to a really rich boarding school, <laughs> yeah, right? Okay. So that's my long-winded answer. So, so you were all over the world, and all then the world. London, and then where'd you go to college? Michigan, Lord. That's a it was a twist, big, switch. big, big, big plot twist. And let me tell you, out of all the places I've lived in the world, that is the one place where I got culture shocked the most. Not Nigeria, not Mumbai, not New Delhi, not Bangkok, Thailand. Sturgis, Michigan. Like, I was shell-shocked when I got there and I was surrounded by cornfields. Yep. And I was like, where's the mall? Where are the cabs? Where is everything? Yeah. That's where I grew up. Cornfields. I was like, not Sturgis, Michigan. Michigan. Oh my God, stop it. But like, eight hours south. (laughs) I Ah! don't know geography. Me neither. So, down... (laughs) Down. In uh, southern Illinois is where I grew up. <gasps> okay. Belleville, Illinois. Small town cornfield, mid Okay, USA. so you get it. You get it. Yeah, middle of nowhere. Like, nobody looked like me. No, I showed up. And that's the thing is that was, like, that's I what I grew up in. And yeah. I was like, hello. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I wanted to be white. Yeah. Oh, I desperately I wanted, wanted to be My whole be life, white. I desperately wanted to be white. Yeah. Like, I popped in the blue contacts and everything. Like, you have your gorgeous I didn't eyes. even, I didn't, I was not even allowed to. Like, my dad didn't let me wear contacts until I went to college. Because he said I was going to get an eye infection and die. Oh. Mm. I have not once gotten an eye infection. I've had contacts for many years now. Wow. Wow, there you go. I've also had glasses since the second grade. So, (gasps) And I also had to dance blind. Stop. How did you do that? And shows. I just did it because it was like there was literally no other option. It was that I wear glasses. It was that I wear glasses and I refused. I honestly, for many years, refused to wear glasses out in public. I would only wear them in class. But you would look so cute. I bet you I look so cute. I wear them all the time now yeah, because, yeah, like, yeah. I do really love them. Like, and, like, I have, like, cute, like, Ray-Bans, you know, yeah. whatever. And they're, like, aviators. And yeah. I'm, like, eh. So, yes, yeah, so you go to Sturgis, Michigan. Is that the first time that you experienced the I want to be white feeling? Yes. Really? Yes. That's I did not want to be 
white until I moved to Podunk Sturgis, Michigan. Like, I'm telling you, because I was like, wait a minute. I'm brown. People don't know wh what to do with me. Like, I was surrounded by Caucasians. Like, surrounded. And nobody, it's like nobody knew my beauty. <laughs> but, like, nobody knew. No, okay. You know what I'm saying? That's what I grew up with. Yeah. That was my entire childhood. Like, I'm a rarity, right? No. I went, I went to college, and I shit you not, I was surprised mm -hmm. that, like, I was cute. Mm -hmm. I had no idea. Isn't that funny? I had absolutely no idea, because, mm -hmm. like, people would be like, oh, you're, you're so beautiful. And I'm like, you're my aunt. Of course you're going to tell me that. Mm -hmm. But, like, no one else had any interest in me. Yeah. Same. It was crazy. Same. And if they did, they'd always comment on it. And it was a fetish. Yes. Um, yellow fever? Can we just talk about that? Like, come on. How do you feel about that? I hate it. I hate it too. Don't fetishize me. I'm not yeah, an no. anime girl. No. No. I like... Like, oh, I've never been with an Asian before. Oh. Excuse me, sir? Yeah, what? My what? unicorn? Yeah, no, like, literally, what? 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 I'm like Hello? a human first. No, yeah. It's weird. It's like they want to get a little slice. So beware. I mean, to each their own, man. But for me, I'm just like... Nah, you need to love me for me first. Yeah. And just, like, appreciate that I so happen to be yeah. fucking Filipino and proud. Yeah. And if, like, you are a man or woman that, like, really likes Asian people uh, and you're, like, searching them out as romantic partners, first of all, I guess, like, good taste. Good taste. But just don't be weird about it. Don't be weird. Don't yeah. be creepy. Don't, don't make it... Don't, don't make it your personality. Yeah. And don't make it our personality either. Yeah. Because I think that's a big part of it when they turn it into like that's the only interesting thing about you. It's like you put us in a box and you expect us all to be and perform the same Yes. Way. When you're fetishizing Asian women, it's like you're fetishizing the cultural yes, aspect yes, of yes, as yes. well, yes. which is like the very subservient, yes, very yes. like domestic, yeah, like yeah, kind yeah. of personality type. Yeah. Submissive. Yeah, and you're like, bitch, nah. I'm so loud. <laughs> I'm so so loud. I'm like a foghorn. Literally. You can hear, you can hear me coming. so far away. The amount of people that have literally told me, like, yep. I heard you. Here she comes. From a mile off. Your laugh was just, it just echoed. Yeah. Cuts just through everything. Distinguishable. Yeah. And I'm like, you're welcome. Yeah, man. But I just feel like you need to be uniquely you. Yeah. Period. Period. And if you, then whatever. Your whatever. ethnicity, your genetic mm -hmm. makeup is mm -hmm. an added, like, mm -hmm. To it. It's a little spice. Oh my god. Have you ever been to Mama Lion? No, what is that? Oh my god. I accidentally wound up there like last Friday after yeah. axe throwing with my girls. Oh yeah. And this random like Korean famous Korean like comedian that's like just viral famous. Yeah. Like gets us into the club. Into the club. Into the club. And let me tell you, it was like the who's who of like sexiest Asians in LA. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? Everyone here is bloody gorgeous and like the subtle flex of all the designer brands yeah. that they were wearing, I was like, who are That's you? You have crazy. money, honey. Okay. Wild. We have like 40 minutes of footage right now. Okay. We need to talk about your actual- Okay, okay, okay. We need to- Ask me questions. We have so much fucking footage. We need to talk about your actual creative process. Okay. okay. More importantly than all of Rosen's life experience. And also the fact that you are an incredible director. Her music. She just dropped an album. I did. Tell us a little bit about that. Oh my gosh, um, it was definitely a labor of love. I will say it was like my baby. It was the thing that got me through 
um, grieving the loss of my dad. I lost my father to cancer July 21st of 2022, and it's been like, oh my gosh, it's been such a process, but like, this was my baby. This was my lifeline. Um, the album allowed me to just express my true self. I got to just like fuck around and find out like what came out, what I sounded like when I'm free to create. And there's no label telling me what to look like. There's nobody else telling me what to say. There's nobody else writing it. It's like, what do you want? What do you want to say? And it just kind of like, I just word vomited this, this whole track list. And it's very much my life. Like if you really know me, and you listen to the album, you'll be like, I know what she's talking about. I know that time she's talking about. And it's just been like the course of the last year. Ugh. And it's it's been like my baby, honestly. It took me nine years to create it. And now it's it's out there. It's it's being listened to and people are receiving it so well. And like the it's next so step. Good. Oh, thank you. Sloppy is just my hype song. Narcissist. Anytime a bitch does me wrong. Right on. I just I just let it all out, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna, I, I'm not gonna try and sound like anyone else. I'm just mm -hmm. gonna try and sound like me. Do you? Yeah. yeah. And I had a producer that was just so dedicated to giving me exactly what I wanted. Stop it! I just realized your thing is PMS. Are you PMSing? Oh my. That's my tagline. Oh. Are you PMSing? Oh my god. I'm hyped for you, bitch. Thank you. Thank you. So, do you have a manager currently? I do not, but I'm actually having a meeting with Ooh. a management group Ooh. on Sunday. Ooh, so that's very stay exciting. Stay tuned. It's so go back. This is, okay. this is how many years ago? Oh my god, like I don't, I want to say like maybe five? Five years ago because I was dancing for a while before I was like you know what I'm gonna put that hat away and I want to just dance for myself and I want to dive into my musical career and at the time I really wanted to be signed by a label I really really wanted that 360 deal like I wanted to be the next Ariana Grande next Beyonce yeah next big thing can you explain what a 360 deal is um, I don't think I can at this state I was going to ask you. Actually, in fact, I can. I can explain what the 360 deal is. Take it is. away, Maylin. During my time in graduate school at the University of Southern California, go Trojans, fight Woo! on. Um, I have not attended a sporting event there. Not one. So basically, the 360 deal when you go in is, and we are told that this is often a very difficult mm -hmm. path to go down because they are so often trying to fuck you over. Mm -hmm. They try to trick you with things like, yes, of course, we'll, we'll do everything for you. We'll give you this producer. We'll give you recording money. We'll give you um, like the sounds and like the studio time and Choreographer. choreographers and like, don't worry. We'll just deduct that preemptively. But they recoup it. By recouping it through your music, through percentages but like don't worry we're gonna be giving you everything so it's like we're gonna take care of it all the tour the all the whole shebang we'll give you it all um and like of course yeah, you'll get paid and you'll be you'll be famous and like just like don't worry about it and like the house the car yeah and that's what i thought i wanted um i really really wanted that i and oh my god i didn't even tell you i was a part of like five different girl groups. <gasps> Stop, what? I can, we can, that's a whole other story. You have accomplished so many things. Oh. Like you keep being like, 
For multiple years, I did this <laughs> and was incredible at it and mastered it professionally. And then moved I'm to another career. And I'm like, hi, I'm five. <laughs> I'm five. And I don't know what I'm doing. No, 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 no. Like, right out of college, I was, like, a part of all these different girl groups. And it was, like, back to back to back to back. Like, I was a part of them for, like, months at a time. And then that would break up. And then I would jump to another one. It's like, I How'd did not know how. you them? Bitch, Craigslist, LA Casting. Not Craigslist! Yeah. Never meet anyone off Craigslist. I know. But I did. I and were totally any of them good? Did. Yes. What yes. happened? Just internal drama? Cool. Okay, so this one guy that claimed to be Lisa Left Eye Lopez's like best friend and baby brother figure. Um okay. he discovered me through a mutual friend who was a professional dancer. Okay. Um and at the time this guy um <clears throat> was casting for Kelly Rowland's like girl group that she was looking for. And I had an anxiety attack during the audition. I saw Kelly Rowland in the dance studio and I was like, oh my God, I'm, I'm like, I am overwhelmed with imposter syndrome. I am overwhelmed with like, oh my God, what if I'm not good enough? They're getting ready to call my number. You're going up like one by one. Are you singing? Yes. Are you dancing? What are we you are doing? Singing. Did you pick the song or did they teach something earlier? No, you pick the song. So they're like, did you have to choreograph it as yourself as well? Nope, you, you, we made it through the dance portion. Oh, so that I was a separate killed, dance call. Dance killed call. It. Kill the dance call. Always. So I'm like, Whoa, always. Got it. Feel got that. It. Then when you have to sing. Yeah. When you can see the shit you're doing. I'm like, oh my God, they're going to call my number next. Like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Room full of gorgeous, talented, triple threat women. And I'm like. You guys all stay in there during each other's auditions? Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Anxiety. I was That's like, oh so my God. so stressful. So stressful. And everyone's killing it. And people who I thought were killing it, she was like, thank you. And they would leave. And I was like, oh my God, I'm dying. Kill me. Bitch, I walked out. I walked out. Before your, they called your Before, number? Yep, 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 yep. Little Rosen was very anxious. I would rather leave and never know if she was going to say no to me then fuck around and find out if she was going to say nope you're not good enough and you know what that girl group didn't even go anywhere so it's okay it didn't even matter but it led me to another girl group that i was actually in called lipstick oh my god it was l-i-p-s-i-t-q it was our music was amazing this guy claimed to be lisa left eye lopez's like brother figure like younger brother mm -hmm. figure he took me under his wing. I was like his star child. Like, he he was not sexually interested in me whatsoever. Unlike Love a lot that of happens. people. Yeah. Taste that you even have to wonder more often than not. Yeah. Um, but this guy, he was very nice, but it turned out he was very, very narcissistic. Very, very controlling. Like, something was off. But he was, go figure, he was fucking brilliant. Like, Brilliant Sorry. pen. Yep. Yeah, brilliant pen, brilliant producing mind. Like, he would vocal produce, he would give me the melody, and he'd hear me sing it, and he'd be like, try it like this. And I would kill it, and I would never hear myself sing like that. So I was like, oh, he brings out the best in me, like, vocally. But he was kind of like a demon. Like, he was kind of awful. Oh. Not kind of, like, like a lot awful. How so? Oh, my God. I'm scared to even, I'm scared to say this. No names. I'm like, it got to a point where 
it, it seemed like there was like some ritual of some sort that he was going to invite the girl group to once we were ready. And I was scared because I didn't like the jewelry that he was wearing. It gave off very like demonic vibes. And I was like, oh, fuck, I don't, I don't want to. Ah, like literally ah, satanic I was like, are we vibes. going there are we going there oh my god do i want this that badly Whoa. if it came down to it if, if all the conspiracy theories were real if i had to actually sell my soul ah. could i and i was like oh my god this is too real this is too real did we ever go to a ritual absolutely not absolutely not um but it was like mentioned i don't know if he was just like saying it as a joke but anyway so this guy brilliant as he was he formulated this girl group and we were great like we sounded bomb but there was a lot of a lot of a lot of cooks in the kitchen mm-hmm. a lot of like egos involved mm-hmm. i was the wide-eyed like mm-hmm. girl that that was the triple threat i could sing act dance model and i'm good on camera like yes queen i know how to fuck it i i you know tell how them. to be you know what i'm saying yeah. like i know how to perform I know how to show up. I know how to be on interviews. I know how to yeah. be on the red carpet. I know how to dance. I'm my pickup is good. I I know how to sing. I know We're how to harmonize. We're just excited to be there. You know, and We're I'm like, pumped. I'm just happy. We're performers. Like you need me to sing no. a verse. Yeah. We're ready to go. Yeah. You want a harmony? We can take we it up it. a notch. Yeah. You want me to transpose this sheet music? Thank Let's you. Let's go. You want me to transpose it in right now? Yeah. Oh, great. Do you want an eight forte turn yeah. or a ten? Exactly. Just tell me. Exactly. Because we're also people pleasers. Yeah, you want me to reverse the choreo and do it on this side? We're flipping it around. We're going backwards, no mirror. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, I'm down. A bitch is down. So I was a team player, but a lot of people were not. A lot of people were like, why are you giving her the chorus? Why are you giving her the verse and the harmonies and the chorus and the bridge? Why are you giving her all the good parts? Sometimes in front of me, too. And I'm like, a bitch is anxious. I can't do this. Like, I just want to be friends with everyone. I was like, why is this girl, like, who is supposed to be my teammate, just isolating me completely, kind of, like, alienating me? And I just was doing my job. I wasn't even the one asking for the parts. And I was like, you can take the bridge if you want. And they're like, no, Rosen sounds better doing it. Have her sing it. Can you sing this really quick? Boom. But it caused problems because there was a lot of egos involved. Mm -hmm. So... That was a part of the, the name of the game. And eventually, it turned out in that girl group, our manager, the brilliant guy who was so talented, but like kind of like, uh, yeah. kind of some screws loose, he, he ended up like stealing all the money from our investor, who we were never allowed to meet or never allowed to directly speak to. Yeah. And our manager... She was ready to move us in. We were ready to go on tour. We were going to open up for Nick Jonas and Demi Lovato at the Honda Civic Tour. What? And the fucking flyers are hilarious because they gave me blue hair and a fat ass. They went like this. I was like, damn. And, and I was Who whiter than the white girl. Yeah. Who is she? On the fucking poster. That's I was like, insane. I was like, wow. Do you think it was real? That's a really great question. Because you can manufacture like propaganda like that you can manufacture a nice billboard ad you can manufacture a nice flyer yeah but the tour was real demi lovato and nick jonas were on tour were you just like were they just showing you their schedules i have no idea 
That and I so will what? Never know. So at the very end of the day, what happened? At the very end of the day, we were getting fitted for our earpieces. We had uh, all of the mock-ups for our outfits for the show. We had been rehearsing with our choreographers. We were show fucking ready. Okay, backing tracks, everything. We were just getting so excited to have our custom earpieces. Right. We get a call. Hey, everything's fallen through. Everything's canceled. There's no money. Everything's canceled. You can't say anything. And I was like, I didn't sign shit. It took experiences like that in order for me to realize you need to just be independent. You fuck this girl group shit. Find your voice and go independent. You can do it on your own. And I had to knock on all the wrong doors before I finally found my tribe musically, which it's rare. A lot of people get taken advantage of. Like coming out of college, I was in an abusive relationship for two and a half years and I didn't tell anyone about it. And being dramatic as I am, the performer that I am, I needed to come out with a project that like allowed me to shed my skin. Yeah. And it's called Pages, I'll send it to you. It's out of like the pages from my journal because I wrote in my journal and I confided in those pages when I was literally getting, like, choked and yelled at and, like, verbally abused and, like, just mentally manipulated, um, which is more often than, yeah, like, more often, more common than most people think. It happens in, like, one in four people. But not to say that it's okay, but I was like, you know what? Music helped me heal from that. And because I put that EP out there, like through trending hashtags and domestic violence awareness, I met my best fucking friend. Her name's Kristen, shout out to Kristen. Hey girl. And at the time she was advocating like heavy against domestic violence and she found my music and she was like, oh my God, like we need to be friends. Met her on FaceTime, immediately like hit it off. And then next thing you know, I'm like touring the US cause she put me on her board where that allowed me to like speak out against domestic violence and I traveled like to all these different colleges that's so cool yeah like I'm even talking like Georgetown University like I couldn't even get into that university and here I am speaking on stage in an auditorium to their students and performing my music that I wrote about me being abused like what the fuck that was crazy I was shook and I was like I'm getting paid for this what that's so cool and yeah so I met her and she happened to be, she happened to be, she is married to this phenomenal producer. He's absolutely like a musical genius. He can write, he can sing, he can produce. And at the time he was like kind of uh, helping like train and get this up and coming producer on his, on his feet and get, getting him regular work. And his name is Merch. Shout out Merch. Love you little bro. Um, and we just hit it off. Like, the first time we met, we made a song. It's Safe Space on the album. And um, we just hit it off. And he really, really heavily believed in me. Our chemistry is great in the studio. We can write. We can flow. I could give him a topic. And we can just ebb and flow together. And, like, that's all you want as an artist. You want someone that's going to help nourish your craft while you're in there. And allow you to, like, be yourself. Which he did. Then I remember him being like, listen, I want 
to make you one hell of an album. Like, trust me. Pick me. Like, Pick choose me. me. Choose me. Choose Love me. me. So I found him, and I decided, I'm like, you know what? Nobody else has ever hit me with that much passion and desire to create something great. Everyone here in L.A., like, there's oftentimes, like, ulterior motives. That's what I'm so scared of. Yeah. And... You kind of should be. Yeah, no, like literally, <laughs> everyone is kind of trying to take yeah. advantage of you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like, it's, it's hard to find good people in the music industry. I think in any industry. Yeah, entertainment, period. It's really hard. Uh, it took experiences like the girl group days and having a manager who was promising me the world, like sharing movie scripts with me that like movies that weren't even announced yet that were going to be out I would know about them and he would say like I'm you look at look at Angelina Jolie she ended up marrying her manager at one point before Brad um things like that happen it's Hollywood like I would give you acting classes I would get you a manager get you anything you needed like a house Whatever you needed, I'd, I'd, I'd take care of you, and I'd set you up for your career. And I was like, like, yeah. what's the catch? Literally, yep. And the catch was, like, as long as I get to sleep with you. It's weird, because do you know who you are in that yeah. moment? If you're single and you want it so badly, how much is it worth? Like, is it worth selling yourself? Is it worth it? And I'm not even going to lie. At some point, I was like, is this something you would do? And I had to be real with myself. And it, it, it took moments like that. It took, like, little motherfuckers like that to, in order for me to realize, like, okay, no, you don't want to do that. You are, you are better than that. You don't want to give in to that. No. No. You know your morals. And it took, it took those challenges in order for me to realize, like, oh, I think I'm one of the good ones. I'm one of the good ones. Yeah. Because, you know, when you're growing up, you're like, I just want to be a star. I just want to be famous. Yeah. I always wanted to when be I that. But, like, it takes horrible experiences like that. I don't want to yeah. do that. It's scary, but you have people like me that don't yeah. gatekeep this shit. No, that's what I'm trying to say is that I need, that's why I'm doing like, this. the weirdies so, are out there, bitch. Be careful. Once be again, careful. if it... If it seems too good to be true, it probably is. Probably is. And I will say, you have to invest in, in, in yourself as an artist in order to get quality shit done. You cannot expect to, do, to get these things for free. You can't expect that someone's going to fund your album. Like, as an independent artist, if you're going to do this without a label, there, it's a gift and a curse because you have to fork up the money Either find an investor, find management, or find some sort of deal so that you don't have to pay for it yourself. Or, bitch, you're going to probably have to pay for it yourself. How much Everything. did your album cost, may I ask? Yeah. Five grand? Okay. Five grand. Okay. Yeah. Queen. For, what was that? Ten songs? That was amazing. The quality, everything. Like, yeah. also the music videos and stuff. Thank Is that included you. in the five grand? No. Okay. No, separate. Separate. Mm-hmm. Separate costs. Separate costs. Do not. Do not. Yeah, yeah, but like get ready to fork up the money. And as an independent artist, you're like, okay, I'm saying 
yes to my freedom. I get to say what I want. I get to put out whatever visuals I want on my own time. I get to look however the fuck I want. But you pay the price because you don't have a machine pushing you. It's you. It's your money. If you want to push, you're going to need to run it up in ads. Who's going to pay for the ads? Who's going to make the ads? You. Who's going to pay for them? You. Where are you going to get that money? That's the hardest part as an independent artist because it's like, oh my God, you can make the music all you want. But do you know how many people, you're like, how many artists out there whose music falls on deaf ears? Why? Because they don't push it. You they create like it, they really post it, it, and they don't put, they don't push it. You might as well not make it. Yeah. Yeah, because also, like, the algorithms and shit are actively working against you. <laughs> yeah, like, it's one thing if you're like, I'm doing this for myself. Yeah. Great. But if you're actively trying to get on a tour or trying open to make up it for a an career. artist. Yeah, make it a big-time, full-time career. You gotta invest in it. You gotta be able to fork up the money. And it's like, how do you do that? And that's been the biggest challenge for me like it was the biggest challenge up until i i really stopped trying to stick to the status quo of everything and like join the rest of the sheep i tried all these different jobs it did not sustain me i i was the waitress i was the barista i was the secretary i i did all the side hustle jobs i was the extra in the crowd i did audience work and i was like i I don't want to do this. Like, I wish I could just, like, make money doing something I loved. What do I love? Creating. Telling stories. Pandemic hit. I was like, let me invest in a good iPhone. And I really want to get good at filming my own content. Because I have the time. I remember, girl, I was at brunch with some girlfriends. And I remember I was like, I think I want to be the girl that people call when they don't have time to, like, figure out how to use their phone to shoot their content, like, they're behind the scenes, whatever it is, their thing that they're doing, acting, singing, breath work, dancing, fucking small business owner, rapper, lyricist, yoga instructor, bring me with you, and I will shoot your content so that you don't have to, so that you have social media content to pull from, that's what I want to make into my, like, career, girl, two of them were like, no one's gonna pay for that, needless to say, I'm not really close with them anymore, So, during the pandemic, I got really good at, like, kind of creating UGC content Mm -hmm. without even really knowing what the fuck it meant. Mm -hmm. And I created this one reel I submitted to the company that I work for now, and I, like, tagged them in a TikTok and an Instagram reel. And I was like, hey, I found your next content producer. And I did, like, a really seamless transition, and I, like, transformed into this, like, cute girl with a, like, beret and a camera. And I got the job. Queen, as she should. And that's how I met you. And that's why we're here today, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, and that's the job that allows me to do what I do as an independent artist. I'm able to live in the city of my fucking dreams. Yep. I'm able to fund my career off of being a full-time content creator. Is it time-consuming? Yes, but do I love it? Fuck yeah. It is really fun. It's really fun. Like, you've worked with me. It's really fun. I honestly would kind of really enjoy content producing as well. I think you would, too. Sigh. Tell tell the people about the manager story that you told me just moments ago while my battery was dying. Oh, my gosh. So, I had this one manager approach me. How did you meet them? 
Oh my gosh, this is a great question. I feel like this was on LA Casting and there was an audition and I like made the cut. Okay. I think that's how that, that what happened. What kind of audition was it? Like singing like a triple threat type thing. Like, oh, can they were you just act? Like can you searching model? for. Yeah, searching for like a triple yeah, threat. Yeah. And LA Casting, for anyone who doesn't know, is like, which is now Casting Network. Yeah. I don't think LA Casting exists anymore. Yeah. Um, Cutie. And it's just like an online casting portal where you yes. can sign up for free or yep. pay money to add additional photos and videos and materials. Yes. And if you have an agency or anything like that, they can submit you through the websites to different casting directors and casting projects. Yes. I will say if you are with an agency, they are going to receive different castings and different casting calls yes. and like projects than you would if you are just a person off the street yep. doing this. On yeah. the free version. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And I've done both. <laughs> mm -hmm. I've been a part of both sides of that spectrum. Um, but I met him this way. I remember we met at like Magnolia Cafe or something in North Hollywood. I remember he was saying that he was going to like fund everything. Like pay for my apartment. Pay to like whiten my teeth. Get my boobs done. Get my hair done. However the fuck I wanted. Groom me to be like gorgeous whatever I needed right I was like well, well what's the catch I remember saying like this seems too good to be true yep he put me in acting classes I went to acting class I loved it I love acting classes yes so he was like I'm gonna get you a producer started recording the songs loved it we get so far as to going to Warner Music Group and I meet them I'm in like when I look back at it I'm like I'm like I, I'm not clothed. I'm like in a bra and like high rise black spanks and knee high stiletto boots and a choker. And I'm singing for these two men in a boardroom inside Warner Music Group. I remember driving far and I'm like, I'm like naked. <laughs> I'm like not really wearing clothing. Did they tell you to wear that there? I honestly can't remember, but I think there was like a selection of clothing and they were like this, wear this. And I was like, okay, give me your best version of work from home by Fifth Harmony. And I was like, okay. And, um, saying it for them and they were like, yeah, no, we, we love it. We love her. I left thinking this like Warner music group experience was amazing. I took a photo outside, everything. It was great. Then I meet up with him after after the fact, like a few days later, at this cafe. And I asked him, like, what's the catch? And he's like, I mean, if we're on, we happen to be doing a shoot and we're in, like, a beach in France, you'd let me rub the lotion all over your body. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, I'm, I'm pretty sure that quite, that was exactly my response. Like, my animated ass. I was like, <laughs> What? <laughs> Looks to camera. Hands to the fourth wall. I, was, I, I looked at the waitress. I shit you not. She did not see me, but I was like, somebody, please help. Help, help, help me. Help. And I'll never forget, this waitress comes over and she pours him coffee. And I'm like, I go, no, no. He goes, ha, 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 ha. She won't let me put lotion on her. Ha, <laughs> ha, to the waitress. And I was like, this isn't a, like, casual conversation this is like I don't 
want that. And he was like, Angelina Jolie dated her manager. It's a common thing. I'll never forget he said that. And I was like... So it's not just lotion. You actually want me to date you. Yeah. He was, yep, he was going to give me an apartment and everything. He showed me the nice apartment and everything. No, and I was sad. And I hate that I was tempted because I was already in love with my acting class and everything that I was getting. I didn't know what my boundaries were. When you come here and you're fresh fucking meat... You find out real quick what you're, what lines you're willing to cross. Real quick. Mm-hmm. If you don't have your integrity, if you don't have your shit together, that's how people get sucked into this business. And they'll have their 15 minutes of fame, and they'll get chewed up and spit out. It, it's, it's really hard to find the right tribe in this industry. And so far, I've had to knock on all the wrong doors before I finally found people who did not have any ulterior motives. They just wanted to see me shine and they wanted to see me win. And yeah, I put, I had to invest in it and it took blood, sweat and tears. It wasn't as easy as like, let me kind of sell a little bit of myself a little bit and have this rich person fund it for me. But it's empowering as fuck to be able to be like, oh my God, I'm, I am funding this. I'm calling the shots. I get to determine what color palette my album is. I get to decide what order the track list is, what the song title is, who the dancers are, what choreographer. It's very empowering. Is it absolutely time consuming? Fuck yeah. It's really hard. Do I have a full-time job outside of my full-time job? Yes. But what do you what do you do as an artist? You have to do it. You have to do it. You know what I mean? Like, who knows when I'm going to finally want to stop banging this drum, but I need to do it now. Like, while I'm still young, while I while I can still move this way, while I still look like this, you know, I never want to look back and regret and be like, yeah. fuck, I could have done it. I could have done it. I feel like this all the time where it's like, I can see it. I can feel it. I can, it's, I can feel it's it. It's so close. Yeah, I can feel it. I've, I've literally, like, had this overwhelming dream of being at the Grammys. I've had this overwhelming dream. And it, I, it's almost like I can, like, I can fucking feel it. So I believe that it's true. And I'm like, I, I need to break my own barriers of, like, not being good enough. Like, my internal narrative where I grew up feeling that way because other people told me that. I need to let, I need to bury that narrative. And like, I've been proving myself wrong. You know, like I, I put together an album on my own. I chose everyone that was involved in it. I, I created my album release party from scratch. That was insane. Guys, it was literally like four separate locations, like there was like a whole ass museum of Rosen's life and every single like song. Zach, who is not impressed by literally anything, was like, damn, this is cool. Oh I was like, God. no, this is sick. I did accidentally sign the wrong thing. It's okay. Oh my god, I, I love it. A, I, I never got, got rid of it. Good, thank god. I love it. I just signed a picture, an actual picture frame, because I thought that was what it's it was talking about. It's in my apartment. It's in my apartment. thank god. No, like, I I love that I get to do this. Yeah. And there's no label. I get to let my, my creative mind just run wild, mm-hmm. which is like an artist's dream. I'm like, oh my god, 
it just feels like never ending art class. Taking the pressure off of it and just allowing it to be is all part of like just how things happen. Yeah. When you, when it's like less is more. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just fucking put it out there because you can. And we have social media these days. I am a firm believer that like whatever you want to do, follow that fucking energy because you emit this frequency that you can actually feel within like three feet range. Like people will feel and they you. tell you. You know what I mean? Oh my like, god, that was my album release party. Yeah. I, I was like, you guys are here and you guys are feeling this. Yeah. And everyone was beautiful there. I was like, oh my god. You're the blueprint. Oh. Love you, girl. This, yes. This is gonna happen. You can do it. You, you can, can do, do it. it. You can do it. Don't and don't join groups. Exactly. <laughs> don't join groups. Do it on your own. That's what, I, to find that's your what voice. I learned with this podcast. I've always just kind of assumed that I would have a podcast. I'm like, yeah, that's that'll be there. Of you gotta course. do it. But I was always looking for other people to start that with. Ooh. Because yeah, I didn't have the confidence in myself to do it alone. Mm. Even though I am the biggest control freak. Yes. I wanted help because I'm like, I'm baby. But also yes. it's like, no, it has to be done this way. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I think my, the best advice, cause I'm the same way. Best advice is like, no one's coming to save you. You gotta do it. You gotta start it. You gotta take the big leap. If you want something done right, do it yourself. Do it your freaking self. You've taught us so much incredible knowledge today. Like, You've lived actually eight lives in one. I'm a cat. No, I'm so confused. <laughs> oh, he said cat. He heard his cue. Oh he said, my that's God. my cue. That also hit my face. Dead. He hit my face and microphone with he that. He said cameo. I'm hungry now. Um, everyone say thank you, Rosen. We love her so much. She did. Are you PMSing?